Welcome to Zichud Asim Manam Rabbi Avram Goldar, and today we're Zechus Mod Cotton. Daftal, the first parak Mashkin Beis Hashlachim. The first parak has been generously sponsored. Liyunishmas Rabbi Nachum Mendel ben Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak Isaac Cohen Al Vashalom. Liyunishmas Abachri Yosef Yitzchak Isaac ben Rabbi Nachum Mendel Cohen Al Vashalom. So the three times we're going to focus on number one. The Mishnah on Dab Beis Amidov had stated regarding watering even an irrigated field in Chol Moed. But one may not water from a pool of rainwater, nor from the water of a well. The Gemara here asks that while it's understandable that one cannot use water from a well because there's tirchiyasera, excessive effort involved, why is it not permitted to use water from a pool of rainwater since there's no excessive effort? Eli said in the name of Yochanan, Gezer atu It's a decree on rainwater because of water from a well. Rush explains that people might come to draw water from a well. Ravashi said, The rainwater itself will become like water from the well in that it will eventually require a pail. Rush explains that as the water is used, the water level will go down and a person will need to draw the water with a pail. The Gemara clarifies that Rabbi Yochanan and Ravashi disagree regarding what Rabbi Zera taught, that with streams that draw water from ponds containing rainwater, one is permitted to draw from them on Cholomod. Ravashi holds of Rabbi Zera's view, since in this case there is no fear of water level dropping. And Ryochan does not and holds that there was a decree that one may come to use a pail. Pointing to the Mishnah and Seder, Rabbi ben Azariah says, One may not dig out a new irrigation canal in Cholomod or during Shviz. Kamara said, well, it's understandable that it's prohibited to do so in Cholomod, because of Tircha, why is it prohibited during Shviz when there is no concern for Tircha? Rabbi Zer Rabbi Abba Barman will disagree on the reason one says, Mifnation Nirika Oder, because it appears as if the person is hoeing. And the other one says, Mifnation Makshi Agafai Lazria, because he's making the canal's banks suitable for sowing. Rashi explains that the dug up earth is now soft. The Gemara seeks a nafkamina between the two opinions and concludes that they would differ in a case where one takes the earth from the canal and throws it far away from the banks of the canal. In this case, there is no concern according to the one who holds that the issue is preparing the banks for sowing, while it is still forbidden according to the one who holds that the issue is hoeing. And pointing with you, the Mishnah stated, One may fix a damaged irrigation canal during Choa Moed. The rest, what is considered damaged? And Rabbi Abba said, It means that if the canal is now one tefach deep, it may be restored to a depth of six tfachim. The canal is called an amma because an amma is six tfachim. The grass, what would be the din of one one to restore a canal that is two tfachim deep to its original depth of seven tfachim? Do we say that here too it's permitted because he's also digging five tfachim? Or do we say that since there is an additional tefach that is not necessary for the workings of the canal, there is too much exertion and it's prohibited? The Gemara leaves it as a teku. So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishnah had stated regarding watering even an irrigated field on Cholomoed, but one may not water from a pool of rainwater nor from the water of a well. The Gemara here asks that while it's understandable that one cannot use water from a well because there's tirchayasera, excessive effort, why is it not permitted to use water from a pool of rainwater since there is no excessive effort? Rabbi said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Gezer It's a decree on rainwater because of water from a well. Rashi explains that people might come to draw water from a well. Ravashi said, The rainwater itself will become like water from the well in that it will eventually require a pail. Rashi explains that as the water is used, the water level will go down and a person will need to draw the water with a pail. 
The Gemara clarifies that Rabbi Yochanan and Ravashi disagree regarding what Rabbi Zera taught, that with streams that draw water from ponds containing rainwater, one is permitted to draw from them on Kohomot. Ravashi holds of Rabbi Zera's view, since in this case there is no fear of the water level dropping, and Rabbi Yochanan does not, and holds that there was a decree that one may come to use a pail. Point number two, the Mishnah had stated, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah says, One may not dig out a new irrigation canal on Chohomod or during Shviz. The one asks, that was understandable that it's prohibited to do so on Chohomod because of Tircha. Why is it prohibited during Shviz when there's no concern for Tircha? Rabbi Zer and Rabbi Abba bar disagree on the reason. One says, because it appears as if the person is hoeing. And the other one says, because he's making the canal's banks suitable for sowing. Rashi explains that the dug-up earth is now soft. The Gemara seeks enough community between the two opinions and concludes that they were different in case where one takes the earth from the canal and throws it far away from the banks of the canal. In this case, there is no concern according to the one who holds that the issue is preparing the banks for sowing, while it's still forbidden according to the one who holds that the issue is hoeing. And pointing with you, the Mishnah stated, One may fix a damaged irrigation canal during Cholomod. The Gemara asks, what is considered damaged? And Rabbi Abba said, it means that if the canal is one tefach deep, it may be restored to a depth of six tefachim. The canal is called an amma because an amma is six tefachim. The one asks, what would be the din if one wanted to restore a canal that is two tefachim deep to its original depth of seven tefachim? Do we say that here too is permitted because he's also digging five tefachim? Or do we say that since there's an additional tefach that's not necessary for the workings of the canal, there is too much exertion and it's prohibited. The Gemara leaves it as a teku. All right, so now we go to our Simber Dab Dalet, and our standard Simon is a delet, is a door. So here goes. The person who used that door to block people from drawing water from a pool of rainwater to irrigate Ancho Moed used another one to prevent people from digging a new canal during Shviz and told them to fix the damaged canal next to it that was one tefak deep and should be six fucking deep instead. Once again, it's a motion. The person used a door, door, that must be learned off, dala, dala, door. The person used a door to block people from drawing water from a pool of rainwater to irrigate Ancho Moed, which reminds us, Gemara asks why it's prohibited to use water from a pool of rainwater to irrigate a canal in Moed, since there's no Tirchi Yisera, there's no excessive effort. Rabbi Allah said, and then Rabbi Yochanan, Gezerah Megasham Atumekilon. It's a decree on rainwater because of water from a well. And Rashi explains that people may come to draw water from a well. Ravashi said, Megasham Gufalo Lide Mekilonasu. The rainwater itself will become like water from the well and that it will eventually require a pail. Rashi explains that as water is used, the water level will go down and a person will need to draw the water with a pail. So the person used a door to block people from drawing water from a pool of rainwater to irrigate Ancho Moed, used another one to prevent people from digging a new canal during Shviz, which reminds us, the Gemara asks why is it prohibited to dig out a new irrigation canal during Shviz when there's no concern for Tircha? Rabbi Zer and Rabbi Abba Bar Mamel disagree on the reason. One says, because it appears as if the person is hoeing, and the other one says, because he's making the canal's banks suitable for sowing. The Gemara says, enough kamina between the two. It's a case where one takes the earth from the canal and throws it far away from the banks of the canal. In this case, there is no concern according to the one who holds the issue is preparing the banks for sowing, while it's still forbidden according to the one who holds that the issue is hoeing. So, the person who used a door to block people from drawing water from a pool of rainwater to irrigate Ancho Moed used another one to prevent people from digging a new canal during Shviz and told them to fix the damaged canal next to it that was one tefak deep and should be six fucking deep 
instead, which reminds us, the Mishnah said, one may fix a damaged irrigation canal in Chohomot, and the Gemara asks, what is considered damaged? And Rabbi Yama said that if the canal is now one tefach deep, it may be restored to a depth of six tefachim. The Gemara asks, what would be the din if one wanted to restore a canal that is two tefachim deep to its original depth of seven tefachim? Do we say that here too, it's permitted because he's also digging five tefachim, or do we say that since there's an additional tefach that's not necessary for the workings of the canal, there is too much exertion and it is prohibited. The world leaves it as a deku. So once again, the person who uses a door to block people from drawing water from a pool of rainwater to irrigate on Moed used another one to prevent people from digging a new canal during Shvis and told them to fix the damaged canal next to it that was one tefak deep and should be six fucking deep instead. All right, now it's time for four Bach Chazara. Daf Lamedolf. So the similar Daf Lamedolf is a judge. So here goes. The powerful judge, judge, that must be learned off Ramadolf, law. The powerful judge who would bow his head in humility whenever anyone referred to him as your honor, which reminds Rabbi Yochanan said, every place you find mention of a coach Baruch Gevura, you find mention of his humility. And this is evident in Psukim, in Torah, Navim, and Ksuvim. So the powerful judge who would bow his head in humility whenever anyone referred to him as your honor encouraged the defendants to learn the partial karbanas to attain a kapara, which reminds us that the Mishnah said that the Yisraelim were part of the Mishnah that were not located in Yerushalayim would gather in their towns and read from Maisa Breshis. The asked what the connection is between the Mahmudos and Maisa Breshis, where Yaakov or Acho said, and the Nirvasi, Yomali Mahmudos and his kind of Yerushalayim arts, if not for the Mahmudos, referring to the karbanas the Mahmudos represent, heaven and earth would not continue to exist. The Gemara teaches that when Avram Avinu asked Bama'ida, he was asking, tell me what I must teach my descendants that will help them attain kapara for their sins and survive even when there are no karbanas. And Kosh Baruch tells him that he will consider our learning the Parsha of karbanas as if we had brought them. So the powerful judge who would bow his head in humility whenever anyone referred to him as your honor encouraged the defendants to learn the Parsha of karbanas to attain a kapara and made sure to finish the most cursed cases before the end of the year, which reminds us that Ezra was Matak and Biswa that he should read the curses in Vayikra before Shavuos and those of Dorim before Shoshana. Abai and some say Reish Lakish explain in order that the year end together with its curses. So the Simmer Dathlam base is a mad scientist in the lab. So here goes. The mad scientist who conducted Torah readings in his lab, mad scientist in the lab, that must be more on Lama Bays. The mad scientist who conducted Torah readings in his lab to see if people having aliyahs could recite the brachas with the Sefer Torah roll closed, which reminds us of Malchokas Rabbi Meir Rabbi whether one needs to close the Sefer Torah before reciting Birchus Torah. Rabbi Meir says he does, where one might come to think that the brachas are written in the Sefer Torah if the Torah remains open, just like people might think that the Targum is written in the Torah if the Balkorah was permitted to help the Targum, the translator, and they might come to write the Targum in it. Rabbi Yudah says he does not because everybody knows that the brachas are not written in the Torah. So, the mad scientist who conducted Torah readings in his lab to see if people having aliyahs could recite the brachas with a Sefer Torah roll closed, gave Galila to the most prominent person in the room, which reminds us, Galila is given to the most prominent member of Minyan, and he's Makabal the Schar Kenega the Schar of all the other participants. So, the mad scientist who conducted Torah readings in his lab to see if people having aliyahs could recite the brachas with a Sefer Torah roll closed, gave Galila to the most prominent person in the room handing him his newly invented glila gloves so he wouldn't touch the Torah with his bare hands. Which reminds us, Rabbi Parnach said in the Rabbi Yochanan, call Ochet Sefer Torah Arum, Nikbar Arum. Anyone who grasps the Sefer Torah with his bare hands will be buried bare, which Abai explains means Nikbar Arum below Osa Mitzvah. He'll be buried bare without that mitzvah. Tosis explains that if you grasp the Torah during Kriya Torah, he would not receive the schar for his aliyah, and if he grasped it while rolling the Torah, he would not receive schar for a galila. Daf Beis, so the sim for Daf Beis is a house. So here goes. 
The Bachrim staying at the Chomod farmhouse. Farmhouse? That must be on Duff. Base, buys, house. The Bachrim staying at the Cholomod farmhouse, watching the farmer irrigate his fields from a spring to prevent financial loss. Which reminds us, the opening mission of Masech states, One may water an irrigated field during Cholomod and during Shviz, whether from a Mayan that has just begun to flow or from a Mayan that has not just begun to flow. Rush explains that the field is on a mountain and needs to be irrigated constantly to avoid a Hefzad Gadol, a large financial loss. Rashi brings a puzzle which gives the Chomim the authority to determine which Malach is forbidden and which is not on Cholomod, and they determine that Malach is permitted in the case of financial loss. So, the Bachim is staying at the Cholomod farmhouse, watching the farmer irrigate his fields from a spring to prevent financial loss, refused his request to draw him some water from the well because it was a Tirchia Sarah, which reminds us the Gemara determines that the Tanamar Mishnah, who holds the Pseidin Harvachalo, that one may do Malacha, to prevent a financial loss, but may not do malacha for the sake of a prophet, and that holds afil b'makum seida mitroch nami lo Even when there is a financial loss, we do not permit malacha if it involves excessive exertion. Is Rabbi Yehuda? So the Bachim staying at the Cholomod farmhouse, watching the farmer irrigate his fields from a spring to prevent financial loss, refused his request to draw some water from the well because it was a tirchia sera and continued debating which malach is violated when one weeds or waters seeds on Shabbos. Which reminds us, there's a malachos regarding which malach one has transgressed when he weeds or waters seeds on Shabbos. Rabbi said, Mishim Chorish, for plowing, for just as plowing is done in order to soften the earth, so too is weeding and watering meant to soften the earth. Rav Yosef said, Mishim Zorei, that he's high for sowing, for just as sowing is meant to make things grow, so too weeding and watering helps produce grow. Dav Kimmel, so the Simmer Dav Kimmel is a gamal, a camel. So here goes. The man riding his camel, camel, that must be more enough, gimel, gamal. The man riding his camel and watering his seeds during Shemitah, which reminds us, the more questions how the Mishnah permits watering irrigated fields on Shemitah, for whether one holds that watering is prohibited due to sowing or due to plowing, it should be prohibited. Abai answered, the Mishnah is going according to Rebbe who holds that Shemitah nowadays is only the Rabbana, and since there be a lot, if one does not water his irrigated field on Shemitah, the Rabbana permitted it. Rabbi said, you can even say the mission is going according to the Rabbanan, who hold that Shemitah nowadays is a Daraisa. But the Torah only prohibits Avos and not Toldos, except for Zemir and Betzira, pruning and picking grapes. So the man riding his camel and watering his seeds during Shemitah came across an old sign that said plowing before Shemitah is only permitted until Pesach, which reminds us that more brings the mission in Shemitah regarding until when one can plow a stay Lavan and a stay Ilan a grain field and a field of trees. With the opinions of Beit Shammah, Beit Sil, and Rabbi Shimon holds, with regard to a stay Lavan, a grain field one can plow until Pesach, and with regard to a stay Ilan, a field of trees one may plow until Shavuos. So the man riding his camel and watering his seeds during Shemitah came across an old sign that said plowing before Shemitah is only permitted until Pesach. That was being removed by a later basin that was Mavatal, the decree, which reminds us. The Gemara is how Ram Gamliel and his basin were able to Mavatal the earlier times of Beishama and Beisil, when we know, Ain Beisin Yachul Avatal Divrei Beisin Chavero, Elim King Gadamimena Bechachla Ubeminion. A basin cannot be Mavatal, a decree of another basin, unless it's greater than the earlier basin in wisdom and in number. The Gemara answers the Beisham Beisil initially stipulated called Rotzel Avatal Yabu Yavatal. Whoever wants to be Mavatal the decree in the future may do so. The Gemara clarifies that the Lachal Moshe Misina that prohibits following 30 days before Rosh Hashanah remain in place. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.